Welcome to Ayurvedic Answers, the show where we answer your questions and help you understand your health better. Our question for today is, what can parents do to ensure their children's good health now that schools are about to reopen and that children will be going to school? We as parents are most worried about our children catching an infection. What if they fall ill? How bad would the infection be? But then have we noticed that we are rarely worried about accidents or falls etc. If we really see, they are also as likely as infections. But we teach our children to take care while crossing the road, to be careful when going up and down the stairs or using the elevators and escalators, being careful when using scissors, right? We never stop them from going or playing with the fear that they may get hurt. Similarly, we need to teach them how to keep themselves safe from infections instead of restricting their lives. Viruses are not something new. They have been around for many many years. Now let's see how does an infection actually happen. An organism gains entry into our body through air, water, food, etc. Once inside, it needs nutrition to survive and multiply or reproduce. This they gain from our body. Now research shows that most viruses do not cause disease and they just lie dormant unless provoked by environmental factors. Here environment for the virus is our own internal body environment. Which type of environment would provoke a virus to multiply, cause tissue damage and disease? And which kind will not provoke it? A kind of environment with unwanted, abnormal and unnatural material inside. This in the simplest way I would call it as undigested toxic material. If this is present, viruses will cause disease. If this is not present, they will not cause harm even when they gain entry into the body. Think of it like a trigger. Pressing a trigger can only cause a shot to be fired if the gun is loaded with a bullet. Otherwise, nothing will happen. There may be a sound, but no harm would be caused. So our job is to not let such toxic material accumulate. This is immunity. If there is no such material to block normal communication between the cells, the body's intelligence will take care of the virus. There are three main ways in which we accumulate these toxins. Number one, by not digesting our food well. Number two, by not eliminating the daily waste properly. And number three, by regularly ingesting harmful chemicals. And now we'll talk about the ways to avoid this accumulation. What is it that parents need to take care of so that their children's digestion is good, they eliminate the wastes properly and a little bit of control over what kind of things they are ingesting. The first and the most important point is timing of a meal. Make sure your child has a good hunger whenever he sits to eat. No hunger simply means no digestive juices and that means no digestion of whatever he or she may be eating. 
that in itself is a big cause of accumulating toxic waste because it's not been digested by the body the second point is take time to understand the type of food he is feeling like eating give him that quality from among the healthy food for example if a child is craving spicy food give him food prepared with ginger chilies pepper cumin etc give him chutneys instead of roti let him have a mooli paratha or a palak paratha cooked along with these spices at such a time do not go for spicy chips similarly if a child is craving sweets at a certain time let them have chiku let them have other sweet fruits or or uh, the child can have some coconut dates jaggery all this is always a much better option than opening up a packet of biscuit paying attention to this demand of taste is extremely important because the body has an inbuilt system which demands a specific type of taste for a specific type of work to be done so if there is some unleft uh, no undigested material inside the body the body may crave spicy food spicy salty you know crispy kind of things and there is no harm in having such food at that time in fact it should be had at that time we cannot force the child to have opposite food because that would be going against his normal body intelligence now again this is possible when at first you put the child in a habit of having you know natural home cooked food instead of the processed packaged foods once he should have it clear in his mind that just asking for a particular taste is not going to get him the chips or the biscuit packet the next point is maintaining good timings like a routine for the child any child above the age of 5 should be waking up between 6 to 7 am in the morning he should be having his breakfast by 9 am latest lunch between 12 to 1 a snack in the evening around 4 pm and dinner should be between 7 to 7:30 latest once dinner is done at 7:30 he should start winding down and go to bed by 9 to 10 latest as the child's age increases next comes personal hygiene you should put the child in a good habit for having a proper bath every day in the morning in the night again if required depending on the season after the bath wear nicely washed clean clothes the bed sheet used on their child's mattress has to be regularly washed and it should be clean even socks that a child will wear put him in the habit that he will just not stand unwashed socks that is how it should be and these are things that the child should gradually be doing on his own around the age of 6 7 these are things that he should manage on his own next is sleep enough sleep in terms of quantity is extremely important and the timing of that sleep is all the more important like as i said earlier a child should be in bed latest by 10 gone up to sleep because 10 to 12 is the best sleep for a growing up child and uh, as he sleeps early naturally he will have the habit of waking up early as well this will facilitate a normal regular bowel movement if the child sleeps up till uh, 9 o'clock 10 o'clock 11 o'clock in the morning there is absolutely no way for him to have a normal intestinal movement and a proper motion talking about motions for uh, smaller children it is the parents job to keep an eye on the regularity of their bowel movements 
whether they have any discomfort with it the type of motion that the child passes on a regular basis okay and any uh, problem with these things should be rectified first because that's how the body starts to signal and then there is something wrong with the digestion now for children who are a bit older uh, this information should be passed on to them you know and they must inform the parents if they find anything abnormal in uh, maybe they are not able to pass motion properly or they have any kind of complaints with it this is what they should bring to the parents notice so that it can be worked upon next uh, is the point of physical activities a child has to be playing he cannot be sitting on a chair the entire day watching tv nor can he he be sitting and just uh, studying or writing or playing games which require him to sit all the while he has to be active moving around running around jumping climbing these are things that should happen during childhood about food the food should be uh, should have a lot of variety okay it should include fruits nuts salads vegetables sprouts dals chapati dalia rice khichdi all kind of things are required and nobody needs to have all of them together but you you need to divide it accordingly on some days they could be having more of chapatis on some days you could have a fruit day and now talking about starches we all the time feel a child should be having chapati rice khichdi but on some days the child may just not feel like eating these things and there is no reason to force it starches uh, like uh, potato tapioca or sweet potatoes these are also a very tasty and a variety in the form of starches so if a child doesn't feel like having chapati on a particular day you could suggest boiled potatoes or a potato chaat and i'm sure most children love it so that that could be a good variation for that particular day similarly there are things which should not be recurring on your menu frequently and the topmost among this would be all kind of processed foods anything that you get in a packet biscuits and chips and all sorts of dry snacks they are uh, extremely fried or baked and lots of preservatives and chemicals in it these are things that these these can be had once in a while if you are out or just for a change sometime just because it's all around you cannot force the child to completely abstain from it that in itself would create another problem but then make the child understand that these are things reserved for some particular time when they can be enjoyed but this is not a normal food and we cannot be having this on a daily basis the lesser the amount of processed food and specifically these processed foods are having a lot of refined wheat flour and oils these are the most harmful things they add to it all type of sweeteners sometimes sugar sometimes chemical sweeteners this is what makes the combination extremely bad and this kind of food will uh, could kill a normal appetite in a child so after that he will not have the normal food that is prepared at home and the next thing is this food in itself will not be processed by the body so it has nothing uh, but it it's just going to go and sit there so this is the toxic waste we are talking about So, if this kind of chemicals uh, come into the body on a regular basis or in a high quantity, then the body is not going to be process uh, going to be processing all of it or eliminating it completely, and it starts getting stored. Now, that's an invitation for all kind of diseases. 
So we talked about simple solutions like paying attention to hunger, digestion, elimination, sleep, play, timings, foods, the good and the bad ones, personal hygiene. All these are the most important. I cannot stress enough on it. If these are not taken care of, we cannot protect our children. If doing this requires us to change, we must. For example, if it means that to maintain a child's timings, at least one of the parent needs to change his or her type of work or the timing of work, then I think that should be done. And children go by example. We all know that they do. So if the parents or the elders in the house or most of the family members follow a healthy lifestyle, have a proper timing and all those things, only then can we expect the children to follow it. So let all of us learn what is good for us and our children. Let us start following it and then we need not worry about you know, restricting the child in any way.